There are so many stories in our church of hope, forgiveness, and God moving in people's lives. I created this podcast to tell those stories, and I can't wait. Let's get started. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. This is episode four of the series, Getting to Know Your Church, and tonight we're with none other than Steve Bowman. How you doing, Steve? I'm doing good. How are you? Uh, it's, so, it's so awesome to have Steve. Um, I've known Steve pretty much my whole life, known his wife, Kim, definitely my whole life. She's uh, kinfolk down the, down the line there, but it's just so awesome to have Steve. Um, everybody that goes to Strong Tower knows that Steve is known as the nice guy. You know, he's always a guy who's willing to help, and he's always been there for me and my family, and it's just awesome to be able to sit across from him and be able to talk to him a little bit. But, Steve, if you don't care, just go ahead and kick it off and kind of want to tell your story before you got to Strong Tower. Like, tell us about your childhood and where you grew up and what you've done before. Okay. Well, I was born and raised right here in Johnson City, a little community called Knob Creek. Uh, raised on a farm, uh, had beef cattle till I was up till I was 13 years old. My dad had the fever to start milking cows, and then we we had some dairy cattle, and we did that for uh, about 10 years. Uh, as the urban sprawl took place, that kind of, as you know, if you're familiar with North Johnson City, that kind of the houses being built took over farmland. So uh, I was milk cows for about 10 years till I was 20, 23 close to it and uh was in the family business for quite a while and uh, of course you know now I'm, i work for the city of johnson city as a police officer um but a, a little bit to go back to go back before maybe tell you about my salvation experience um growing up you know on the farm and uh, um, just materially blessed as a family had three older brothers mom and dad uh just just you know, just blessed, and uh, and it, you know, I won't go into a lot of detail, but uh, I always knew as I, as I got older, you know, as I was growing up, I always thought, boy, when I turn sixteen, it's just going to be the magic age. I can get my driver's license, I'll have a car, and I can I can get out and do this and do that. And then after I got that, it was the thrill was gone pretty quick. And then it was like, okay, when I'm eighteen, that you know, that'll yep. be it. That's 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 going to be the magic age when I'm when I'm an adult. You're always looking for that magic number. Right, right. And then, <laughs> you know, the story goes, and you get 18, it's like, well, maybe it's 21. Maybe that's the magic age. Maybe that's what's missing in my life. When I hit 21, then I can do then I can do anything. I can, you know, I, that's 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 it. And I hit 21, and it's not, you know, it's like, hmm, there's still something missing in my life. And then I thought, well, you know, maybe it's marriage. You know, it's, uh, I think it's marriage and a family, and that's that's where I need to be. And so, it's, you know, Kim and I had known each other through high school, and uh, we started dating there in 1988 at, at the in spring of the year, really, it was, uh, which we'd already known each other for years and years. And, uh, and you know, I had that on my mind, marriage and, uh, and all that. But as we got closer, we had set the wedding for October. And, uh, you know, we were getting closer to that, and I'm thinking, I'm looking for that fulfillment, and I'm thinking, you know, and not that, you know, Kim's the love of my life, but it's, you know, it's just... Uh, the Lord, there's a hole in your life until you get saved, <laughs> and, and, and you realize that. And it's uh, as we got closer to that wedding day, it's like, uh, I mean, man, I thought this was going to be it. 
in September of 1988, I remember going to church where her, where Kim's grandparents went to church down on MacArthur Street, a uh, little true gospel free will Baptist church. Uh, Charlie Bennett was good old Absolutely. fashioned preacher. I've been there, there. Been yeah, there many been times. There. You've been there. <laughs> and we went there one Sunday and Charlie September. was a great preacher. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Kim's grandmother and Aunt Janice and Lisa were singing that morning as we walked, as we were there and the service started. And it was as Kim went forward and uh, she got saved and I was just right behind her. It's like you know this this is it and uh, which you know I've told it before here in the church there and many times in, in my teenage years I would I could be watching Billy Graham on TV and I would you know I would maybe say a prayer or something mm-hmm. in my bed but I'd never tell anybody and you know I'd never I'd never really, really do anything with I was convicted. But I, I don't think I really ever got saved. I, yeah, you know, I, yeah. And uh, I would listen to, like, Charles Stanley on TV or whatever. And, you know, it's just some certain times. But that day, uh, that day everything changed because I remember waking up the next morning and looking out the back window of my bedroom and looking at the farm, and it's like the grass looked greener. Mm-hmm. The trees were the trees <laughs> looked new. Every, the hillside just looked completely different. It's uh, God opened my eyes. He, It truly is. I once was blind, but now I see. Absolutely. And that's kind of my salvation story, and it's, uh, you know, that's, I'm just, I appreciate that the Lord saw fit to, to save me. Uh, I, you know, I was, I was doing things that uh, I won't get into, you know, we're not proud of, but uh, all sinners saved by grace. You know, Absolutely. And it's, I'm just thankful to the Lord that He saved me. And, you know, through that, uh, we ended up, uh, in the early 90s, we ended up moving to uh, River of Life mm-hmm. as far as our church goes. And served there for many years. Um, actually, was ordained as a deacon at River of Life, and basically, I played the played the bass as far as music goes. Um, played the bass there for quite a while because I had uh, during my high school years I had played bass in the Reflections at Daniel Boone High School. And I played a little bit of guitar, and uh, and that kind of just naturally flowed into church. I had the opportunity. Thankfully, you know, I always love I love music. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love worship music. And just had the opportunity to to play the bass there, and that was that was a great thing for me, and I really enjoyed doing that. And things progressed that uh, that I was musically that I was able to transition and kind of bringing up some of my maybe first or second grade piano lessons, kind of <laughs> rolling through my mind. And, yeah. and that was about the time maybe uh, when I guess you would say contemporary Christian music and wor- praise and worship was really maybe coming into its own, it had been around longer than that, but it's, yeah. it seems like maybe in the 90s oh, yeah. that we saw that maybe taking more of a hold. And I took an interest in that, uh, you know, and I love I love all kinds of music. I love bluegrass, I love Southern gospel, uh, I love praise and worship, I love contemporary Christian. It's, uh, I just enjoy playing, enjoy listening, enjoy singing that. And uh, it was like, uh, it was like the Lord was moving me into, I don't know, I really can't explain as far as getting back into Playing the piano, the keyboard, uh, maybe just a, almost as a hobby, as a, as a something just to tinker with and and see yeah. what I could do with it. Uh, but uh, the Lord brought me a long way uh, over the years as far as musically with the keyboard itself, and that's uh, that's kind of where I feel like I'm. That's where I'm supposed to be, <laughs> you know, as far as that goes. Um, but from River of Life, we went uh, with. Uh, 
I can't remember the exact years. It was the late 90s, I believe, and we went to uh, Bread, of, Bread of Life with Todd uh-huh. Ellis. Uh, you know, he, he and I were deacons together at the River of Life, and he felt a calling to start a church and uh, started the Bread of Life, and I was with them for several years. And we moved from there. We actually ended up doing music, uh, moved from there, and went to a church called Discover Life, and we're there for a while, and then I just felt the Lord calling me back to the river of life. I, I, I couldn't explain it. I talked to the pastor at Discover Life, and I said, I don't know what it is. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's like, but I, there's something. I've got to go back. Something calling you back home. Calling me back home. <laughs> you know, I'm, you know it's, it's the Lord. It's the Holy Spirit. Oh, yeah. Leading and guiding. And uh, ended up back at the river of life, and that would have been probably, I'm wanting to think that was 2000. Well, I'm getting old and forgetful. 2006 or seven, maybe when we were back there, uh, we were back there for a while, and then uh, you know Ansel felt the tug to to come to Gray and start what's now Strong Tower Baptist. Mm-hmm. And uh, of course, we didn't come. He, you know, the church he started. They, I think, the first service was September of 2010. Yep, is that correct? Oh nine, oh five, 2010. September fifth, 2010. That was their first service and. And we weren't there and didn't get, didn't go with him at that time. And uh, there were some reasons, you know, that we, we were just kind of laying back and wait, waiting and watching. And, uh, oh, yeah. you know, a few months later, it was like, because uh, I know they were singing with tracks and, and doing some things like that. And I thought, and, you know, um, River of Life, they've got Teresa, who's a fabulous, fantastic oh, yeah, musician. Absolutely. Well, one, of, one of the best piano uh, players I know. Yes, absolutely. I wish I could play one-tenth of the way she can. <laughs> but, uh, anyway, that's a whole other subject. But yeah. um, that talent was there, and I, I, it just hit me. You know, it's like uh, I, it may have been February March of 2011. It was like uh, the Lord saying, you know, they don't need two two piano players here pretty much. It's the kind of way I was looking at it, and I thought, is this what the Lord wants me to do? You know, we, we prayed about it, and it's like, yes. So I guess as they say, the rest is history. You know, we, <laughs> we came on board with uh, Strong Tower Baptist with Ansel and everybody, and it's just been a, it's been a great experience going through the fairgrounds. Uh, you look back at that, and it's just uh, you think. And I know today people come in here, and they look at, uh, they see, the concrete floors and the plywood walls. And, oh, yeah. You know, and some folks may think, oh, that's not my traditional church. But, boy, if you just look at where we came from oh, yeah, and what we started yeah, with, it's a, it's to a, us, this is the Taj Mahal yeah, this for is us. A, yeah. This is the mansion on the <laughs> yeah, hill. Yeah, the mansion on the hill. So, you know, it's uh, – and the Lord's doing great things. I oh, think absolutely. There's greater things even. And, you know, if – if a, if a person can get past that, you know, don't don't have that mental block, you know, that says, eh, you know, I want, man, you know, I, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with the padded pews and the carpet oh, and stained glass windows. And, some of the most beautiful churches know, in the beautiful world. Beautiful church. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. There's nothing wrong with that, and and maybe someday we'll see that here. We may have that, but right yeah, we now, were yeah we were uh, rubbing pennies together. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. We were like, we need walls. We don't yeah. care what they are. Right. We just need walls. Exactly. So maybe you know someday I you know I could see that happening here. Absolutely. And, and Maybe not, you know. It's 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 about soul winning. It's exactly. About, it's about. Being it ain't got nothing to do with the building. Right, right. <laughs> being a light to the community. The church is the people. Absolutely. We just we just need some walls and a roof to yep. where we can come together. Just so, to, to keep us out yeah, of the ring. That's it. That's <laughs> it. So, uh, just been it's it's been an honor to to be a part of this. You know, as a serve as a deacon here, uh, serve as a, an adult Sunday school teacher. I enjoy doing that. I've told my class before. I 
I tell them sometimes I think, hey, I should probably quit teaching adult Sunday school. Quit doing, you know, and let somebody <laughs> else slip in here. And it's like the Lord comes by and He says, "You're not quitting. No, no, <laughs> you no. got you got to keep going. You got to keep going." No, I, I I thoroughly enjoy listening to your Sunday school. I I go back almost every single week because I'm teaching Sunday school in right. you know the other side of the building or other side of the campus most of the time. Right. So I'm like. So I want that. Like, I want to learn. So I always listen to Steve yeah. and Randy, you know. I always try to get something, you know, right, from you all. Right. So it so it definitely helps me. If it don't help anybody yep. else, I, I'm definitely on there well, listening. It's good to know. <laughs> yep. It's good to know. I appreciate that. appreciate that. But I know it's it's just been, like I say, it's been a privilege and an honor just, just to be able to serve. You know, Absolutely. that's that's what it's all about. It's not about me or making anything out of anybody at the church, but it's about magnifying the Lord, and that's that's what we're here to do. And I just pray that, you know, that's, that the Lord's pleased with what we're doing. You know, we as people are going to make mistakes, even as a church, church Every can day. make mistakes. And it's, you know, we just, we grow, we learn, we keep moving forward. You know, it's, it's just, it's just a walk. We got to keep on walking the walk and be that light. Yep. Yep. For y'all don't know, Steve, uh, Steve underplays his uh, piano skills. Steve is a very talented, very talented keyboard player. And not only that, you've been an inspiration to me playing, like getting to play with you and Chafin and John and, you know, the musicians that we have played with, you know, through the years. When I first stepped into this, was it was completely foreign to me. You know, me and Chafin had had the Christian band, small Christian band, you know, before we came here. But most of, most of my whole life I've played rock I mean, and right. most people say think rock. They think like I'm talking like heavy metal rock, right, right. and so coming to this, it was like whoa. You know, I had to relearn everything. Oh, right, and right. you were a great inspiration. Like listening to your piano and being able to find the right keys, the right stuff, and it's just been great to be able to play with you. Because I used to watch you play at River of Life oh, okay. before before Strong Tower, and I was like, man, he's such a good player. And you don't know that Steve is a very technical person anytime something tears up it's like okay call steve call call oh <laughs> call steve oh my goodness. but steve is steve is so good at the technical side of it you do you do you do a lot more than what people know you do all the that's the sound system stuff steve if if it's plugged in somewhere steve probably plugged it in oh my goodness. <laughs> but it's just yeah. but it's been it's been a blessing not just to watch that but to watch your family you know Brittany and right. rusty and now you got you know river and oh yeah and yeah the got, grandkids yeah you yeah. got nothing like the grandkids yeah yeah yep. but it's just awesome to watch yep. your family grow yep. and yep. to see them in church and to see them yep. smiling and laughing i seen the grandkids just five or ten minutes ago yep. you know absolutely yep. having a blast downstairs and yep. in class and but it's just been great to watch your family grow and i'm sure you watch everybody else's too oh yeah but yeah You've been a big inspiration, not just to me. When I first started the podcast, I was asking people, you know, who should I put on there? Like, who should be the first people? Of course, you know, the pastors were right off the oh, bat. Right. You know, absolutely. You know, everybody everybody wants to get to know the pastors. Yeah. But you are one of the number ones everybody's like. Oh, my goodness. You need to get Steve on there because I don't hardly get to hear Steve. Uh, they're hard up for something to hear, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, it's just, you know, people people uh, don't ever get to hear you talk about your story. Most of the time you're right. up on the stage. And yeah, it's and it's 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 the same thing with me. Like these new people coming in, I'm finally getting to talk to them, you know. Oh and, right. And they're like, we well, you know, hey, I didn't yeah. know that. I didn't know that. Right. But it's like I don't ever get to do the fellowship congregation know, type thing. So that's a big deal. You know, I think about that myself too. Even serving as a deacon, it's like 
man, I'm up here on the stage. It's like, you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm plugging things in. I'm doing this and doing that. And I'm not down there mingling or meeting yeah, with yeah, the people talking. and greeting, shaking hands. And, of course, we can't shake hands in COVID. But we'll, yeah, yeah. we'll get back to that. But, yeah, uh, eventually. Um, uh, yeah, it's that's something I do miss. I, I, I guess, really, I probably should just put all that to the side and get get out there and just purposely, <laughs> you know, I just really need to, to get out. Because we do, we're getting a lot of new faces now, and it's uh, yeah, it's just uh, it's amazing to see. Yeah, just like we, we, like we had the video uh, Sunday for Homecoming. In 10 years, we were up 700% in attendance. I mean, yeah, just that, that statistic that's right amazing. there. From day one till now, there's so many different people Absolutely. than they were, yeah. you know, at the fairgrounds. Yep. In, in that, 2010 for sure and the but, giving that, that yeah that blew me away the, yeah, giving, the giving and the the uh, missions i think the giving was uh, two thousand some percent two thousand some percent and then the missions nine eight or nine thousand yeah. percent increase since the beginning and that's just that's an amazing thing i think the lord blesses that for sure absolutely Definitely. absolutely yep. um most of the you know the guests that i've had on here ansel brandon jody all of them and it's normal nature to not brag on yourself, which is why I'm here because so I can brag on you. Um, but just like I said, n- not just in the sense of music, but your family has been an inspiration to my family. You know, Miss Kim has always been near and dear to my heart. Even even when I was a little boy, you know, Kim was always the one of the nicest people I've always been around. Nicest yeah, people. Right. You're. Your family has helped my family, you know, during hard times. You know, you've prayed, you've you've come to me. But if every church member, and I know, and I know you don't like me saying this, but I'm going to say it anyways. But if every church member was like you, we would have, you know, which we do have an awesome church. But if every church member was like you, we would have a really good, really good church. And I don't, I'm not meaning that to butter you up or anything like that. I I appreciate it. That's, I, I, I wish I had a video you. camera. So Steve, Steve's oh face looks like a <clears throat> tomato. But but no, honestly, like if you like if you ask anybody, everybody's you know Steve is just always nice. Steve always helps, you know, and that's that's just who you are. You know, right, that's just always right. been Steve. Well, yeah. I think you know the Lord has. I don't know if you want to call it conviction or just in the precepts of His Word. You know it. You think about where he says where it says in the word it's it's required of stewards that a man be found faithful, and you know I definitely want to hear that those words someday. And I, you know, I don't feel worthy for him to even say it to me to to come into heaven someday. And he said, "Well done, good and faithful servant." I, you know, I want to hear those words. And I'm not working to earn salvation. I work because I love the Lord because He gave because He first loved us, right? So, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and that's you know I. I try to base my life on that, and, you know, I have bad days. Kim will tell you that, but <laughs> I think we all have bad days. Oh, yeah, but, uh, absolutely. you got to just keep pressing on. got to keep pressing on, for it, sure. And I guess uh, I guess another question that I wanted to ask you, and you, you, you kind of leaned in on it there, but it's something that it's, I've always had a question about, is how do you keep yourself so calm? Because that is one thing, if anybody knows anything about Steve – Steve is the calmest person on earth. When you when you phone call Steve, you get about ten words, and it's the most calmest thing that you'll ever hear. Oh my goodness! But I, I mean, how do you do that as a person? Because I mean, because that's 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 something that's hard to do. Yeah, I think, uh, and I say it. I think it's easier for me to do. I think you treat you. I don't even know how to 
how to say this exactly, but your family, I, I, you know, Kim would tell you, boy, he can be rough sometimes. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I, don't know, I don't know what it is. I don't know if we let our guard down or we, we, we with our family sometimes, especially wife, children. You're comfortable. You, you're comfortable. Maybe mm-hmm. you'll say things that you wish you hadn't said there five or ten minutes later. Uh, but I think, um, I think for me, as far as just interacting with people, uh, they know I'm a Christian. I want, I don't want to be a bad light on Jesus. Does that does that oh, make sense? Absolutely. I, yeah. I, if I if I do something wrong, if I offend somebody and they know I'm a Christian, is that going to change their opinion of Jesus because He's living in me? Uh, it's like I, I've told people before. You know, I'm a police officer. And, you know, I, if, if you're an aggressive driver or a crazy driver, please don't have a Jesus bumper sticker on your car. <laughs> don't have the outline of a fish on the back of your car. Yeah. You know, if, if you can't get out of that, cra- you know, I know we all speed a little bit here and there, but, <laughs> if you know, if you're the kind of person that honks and cuts people off in traffic and just acts like a crazy driver, take the Jesus stickers <laughs> off. And, and definitely don't have a Strong Tower Baptist <laughs> sticker sure. or tag. For sure. For sure. So I think that probably sums it up, you know, if you want to – why I try to be patient, calm, understanding, helpful. I just I just want to be Jesus or let it. Really, it's not me being Jesus. It's me letting Jesus be Jesus through me. Exactly. You know, as, as I've, I've, I've told that in Sunday school before, it's, it's, uh, it's just surrendering and letting, letting the Lord be the Lord in your life. And, you know, and I'm, I wish I'd say I was good at that, but I, I want to try. I want to try best I can, so. I hope that maybe. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. It's but it's just you don't you don't meet a lot of people with your demeanor. You know, it's it's it's. I I don't know if I've ever met anybody. You know, you're a very calming person. Even even when a situation. I mean, because we've we've had hard times at church. I mean, absolutely. Oh yeah. we're, We're we're just like any other church. But you've always been that calm, and just like Ansel said, when we needed the twenty thousand dollars. You know, we were at the rear tan. Like I'll never, I'll never forget you saying, "We're going to pray about it." But every everybody else was like, "Oh my gosh, how we're going to do this?" We're here. We are in the middle of building this. We're literally like got floors, and but we're we're stuck. Yeah. And I just remember you being that calming presence, which I'm sure you were going crazy just like everybody else. (laughs) Probably. Yeah. But I I just, I, I, I just got that picture in my head of you saying, "Hey, let's just pray about it." You know, we'll set this date at this time. And yep. we'll all pray about it, and the Lord's going to provide. And that was pretty Man. much where you left it, and that was it. Yep. And guess what? The it Lord happened. provided. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that was amazing. It, yeah. yeah, but and we forget about things like that. You know, it, it's, it's until you just mentioned it. You know, I hadn't thought about that in a long time. And it's, yep. you know, we forget about how powerful, and how awesome God is, and that He 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 does move. No, apps yeah. absolutely. I just yeah. like Sunday. I mean, don't don't get me wrong. I don't I don't forget my testimony, but sometimes that that fades with time right, this right. the seriousness of where i was at fades because i've came such a long way and i'm right. where i'm at now you know and sunday we we done that song graves into gardens and i and Chafin wanted me to speak a little bit before and like this week you know the week before i was thinking about it like all this stuff started coming back and i was like wow i was i was in a bad bad place right you, know? and right. you don't you, that stuff fades away yep and then you feel guilty, like God, God pulled me out of something terrible, just like that situation. We were twenty thousand right. dollars in a hole with the church yep. that was getting five hundred dollars a week in offerings. Right. You know, we were we were in trouble. Yeah, 
Yep. But it was just amazing to see you have that that calming presence of let's just pray. Right. God will provide it. You yep. know, if it's if it's His will, and that church is meant to be built over there on Old Stage Road, we'll pray about it. And you know, I remember setting the day, and everybody was nervous. Like, oh yeah, there's there's no way. Just like Ansel said it, you know, on the podcast. Like, I I I walked outside and we're shaking hands. You know, never you know thought we'd get twenty thousand. You know, you know was hoping and praying we would. Right, right. And then we hear shouting and hollering and. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and like right. we got twenty thousand, and I don't remember what it was twenty thousand one dollars. Yeah, or something it, like it that. was over by a little bit. So. Yeah, and it's like wow. But I remember you being that that calming presence, and I think that's what a lot of people remember about you. Like right. even even people I run into from River of Life was like he was just always such a nice person, and always so calm, and it, that's just something that's always stuck out to me right. about you and to everybody, everybody you talk to. But it's just been so good to have these podcasts like this. Cause I don't get to talk to you that much oh, right. in this, yeah, I know it. in this Not kind like of this. sense, yeah, you know, for sure. But it's, it's, it's been, it's been awesome to be able to talk to the pastors and I can't wait to get into more stories of our church. And there's so many good oh, stories. Like I've yeah, already, like people messaging me like, you need to do this, you need to do this. And right. it just keeps building and building and building. Yeah. So I can, I'm, I'm so excited next week. I'm pretty sure don't, don't take this, you know, podcast listeners for gospel Pretty sure we're going to have a surprise guest that you all are all going to love. It's somebody that we all love in the church, and I can't wait to get them in here to talk to them. But um, to end the podcast, I, I, I know I know you said you've listened to a few, so I'll, I'll, I like to let the guests just end it how they want to end it with the thought of their own, you know, um, however, ha- however you want to close us out. Steve, you go ahead and close us out. That'll be fine. I, you know, I just uh... – like I say, for those that, for those that are listening, uh, whether you're listening right now and you're you're part of the church, maybe you've just heard of the church and you're curious about it. Uh, maybe you're you may be saved, um, but you're not going to church somewhere. Uh, we would invite you to come come and be with us. Uh, uh, you're listening to this and and you're for whatever reason you you ended up listening to this and you're not saved. You don't know the Lord Jesus as your Savior. Um, my heart's desire that anyone listening to this that does not know the Lord Jesus would come to know the Lord as their Savior. Um, it's like me. I had that emptiness in my life uh, that I just talked about. Um, there's nothing that will fill you like surrendering your life to Christ and letting Him move into your heart and bring you to life because truly, as the Word says, we are dead in trespasses and sin until He brings us back to life. And uh, that would be my prayer for uh for those listening to this and uh, like I say for those that are listening that are, that are members let's let's keep on keeping on you know let's uh, let's be faithful let's look forward to what God's going to do and let's let's just praise him every chance we get for what he's going to do and, and you know Sunday morning Sunday night Wednesday night I would encourage everybody to just uh, be a part of all those services I know Sunday mornings are big one and you always fall off a little on Sunday and fall off a little more on Wednesday but well, I would encourage everybody, just church attendance to me um, has always been a, an incredible, uh, I just want to be around God's people. I want to be in his house. I know, and we've said that this building is not the church, but it is a place where 
people of like faith gather together to worship the King of Kings and to hear His Word and and to sing His praises. So uh, I would just encourage everybody listening here to just be as faithful in church attendance as you as you possibly can, and let's, let's just build each other up, build up the church for the glory of God, edify the church, uh, magnify the name of Jesus. That's what it's all about. We hope you enjoyed the podcast today. If you would like more information about our church, please visit us at strongtowerbaptist.org.